My name's Ivan, and I'm a scientist by day and a writer by night. And I'm Daniel, I'm a neuromuscular therapist, and I run my own practice. And you're listening to the weekly podcast, Journey to Wherever. Enjoy the show. I just listen back, I'm like, do really? I interrupt too much? I don't think you do. Oh, All right, we let's good? kick off the show. It is episode 34. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Journey to Wherever, and I am your co-host, Ivan. And I am Daniel. And here we are. All right. How are we, my friend? Mate, I'm tired. You're tired? You're going to open like that straight away? Yeah. No, I'm not. In, no, I got no, I don't have low energy. I'm, oh, you're I'm tired. Ready to, I'm ready to like well, rock and roll. I'm a, tired because it's a Friday night. That's just a Friday night. No, normally, uh, uh, it's, a, it's a Saturday morning uh, podcast, but we decided, we decided today, kind of last minute, I think it was. Almost. It was almost last minute. You're like, how about tonight? And I was like, ooh, kind of like the idea of that. Yep. You know? So... I've I've had a I, we we're just chatting off air. Oh, I like saying that it's cool. <laughs> we're chatting off air. Yeah. Chatting off air. We're chatting in the green room before the show. <laughs> chatting off air before about uh, the uh, mentally and physically strenuous week I've had this week. Um, I won't bore the listeners with it, but um, I didn't think I'd have the energy to uh, to do one tonight. To but we're, but for some reason, you just said let's do it tonight, and I, all of a sudden, I just went. Blip. <laughs> yeah, why not? Exactly. So, so now yeah. here we are. Because, yeah, like, like you said, usually we're on, doing it on a Saturday morning. But, yeah. you, the, you know, you, the listeners, get to listen to us at random times of the day. We And I was on my way over here, I was thinking, like, I was thinking, you know, almost reminiscing of what it will be like when we get to, like, you know, 100 episodes, 200 episodes, ah, whatever it is, right? And I was thinking glorious. to myself, like, thinking back, like, you know, assuming it kicks off and we're like, it like really kicks off, like really gets like, this is know, like, really this is good, origin. This is origin, origin stories. Stuff. That's right. This so is this origin. Is, that's exactly what my point was going to be. Thinking back, I was like, I was, I was thinking what it would be like thinking back. And I'm like, you know, we could, we can't ever say that we haven't put in the effort. No. There's been a show consistently each and every week. And I'm going to have a little bit of a humble brag here, right? Go. Because you know? I was just Not about to do way. it, but I, I want you to, I want I you to brag. it's important, you know, yeah. just... Because the, the, there are listeners, we've got a good handful of listeners that, for whatever reason, will listen each and every week. I'm sure of it, right? Yeah, they, they do. And they've been along for the journey from either the start or they've dipped in and they've either listened back on episodes from the start mm-hmm. or they've kind of chimed in halfway through our show as, a, as our podcast mm-hmm. um, and started listening. So, you know, you guys are, the listeners here that are listening now, you're on like, you're on the journey, as as our title is. Yeah. At the origin time. This is the origin story. Exactly. I don't know how long the origin aspect goes for, but I'm going to say if we're still in double digits, it's it's origin story. Yeah, I yeah. think it's double digits. I think it's, it's double digits. Once you get story. to like episode one zero zero, that's yeah. like the next level. And for all the listeners out there, we have every intention of doing that and mm-hmm. you can tell by how we've numbered our episodes yes they are like zero that's intentional something it's very intentional yeah although now i'm thinking about it, i'm like shit i should have had zero zero <laughs> number because yeah. then we get then then we can take well, it see, like, a, lot, a lot of podcasts do the hash the the number hashtag because that's what a hashtag that's what it actually means isn't it number the number yeah. hashtag yeah. yeah the number hashtag and the digit whatever yeah. it is so that's like so i felt like by putting the zero in front of the actual digit signifies that we're going we're, we're we're, we're to chase you down can expect, the, the digit. You can expect potentially with this numbering system yep. up to 999 episodes Jeez. before we go Y2K and freak out like podcast <laughs> is going to fall apart because you don't know what happens when we tick over to a thousand. <laughs> but my point is 
that we can't say we haven't put in the effort. Each and every every each and every week, we've had a show come out, and it's been consistent on a Sunday or a Monday, yeah. right? Varied plus or minus by a few hours if something jumps in. Anywhere it, between a Friday night and a Sunday night, we are recording. We are recording an episode, yeah, and it can somewhere. be any time between like early Saturday morning, like. I think what's the earliest we've done? Probably like eight, eight o'clock, maybe. Yeah, that's not too bad. Um, oh, but it's earlier. That's for a Saturday to, morning. Up to early. I think we've probably ticked over close to midnight on a weekend night. You know, like a Saturday night. I think we had one like eleven thirty. We've had some random ones. Quarter to twelve. Yeah, we've done some midnight Saturday night ones. Yeah, yeah. When we should be out like clubbing. Yeah, man. Yeah. Clubbing, right? <laughs> clubbing with the Netflix remote. <laughs> No, no, Netflix remote in in the hand slowly falling out because I'm falling asleep. Exactly. Oh, gosh. Um, But it's 9.30, almost 9.30 p.m. on a Friday night, and this show will come out on Monday. So we're we're super glad to have have your ears listening to the show. As I said, it's episode 34. And I'll uh, stop talking now because I think I've... Can I just just add to that? Yeah. Like, we've got kids. Yeah. Like, I I reckon we should make... We should start, like... I was thinking today, actually... She's like get like her own merch. What do you think about merch? I'm keen to get some merch as long as they involve some form of hoodie. And Man, I don't care. Hoodie, singlets, wife bit. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. This, that show just took a detour. <laughs> oh, the listeners are dropping. <laughs> no, I was thinking of merch. I was like, we've got like to add to you the fact that we've consistent. Yeah. And, you know, our, and I'm sure there's a lot of podcasts out there, whether this is, whether they are solo hosts or co-hosts um if they if those co-hosts out there that have kids they would understand how hard it is to even commit to anywhere between friday night and sunday night as well because just things happen as well you know that sometimes kids get sick or there's just like events put in and somehow some way we we make it happen we make it happen exactly we make we make it a priority somehow we just do it and you know, and some might say, oh, well, it's, you know, it's only episode 34, but that's 34 weeks straight. straight. Yeah. Okay. You've got three kids. I've got two kids. Yeah. They're all like, you know, still in like, yep. you know, that down's what, eight? Yep. You know what I mean? They're still running like, a business. Yeah. You have full-time, full-time business. So I'm, like, I'm just having a bit of a, you know, kind of like, it. I'm letting the, the listeners know that we, you know, we're giving we're it a dedicated, dedicated, we're dedicated giving to it you a all. good crack. We're dedicated to you all. And, um. So the premise of today's show, based on um, what oh. you were saying before about like we're gonna do this up until episode nine hundred and ninety nine plus one, yeah. dude, you never know. Episode nine hundred and ninety nine plus one, we might not even be standing with these microphones in front of us. You know what, mate? I'll tell you what. <laughs> That's nine hundred ninety nine weeks away, right? No, no, nine hundred and sixty <laughs> something weeks away. My yeah. math's bad. That's okay. You're right. excused. Huh? You're excused. It's 960 plus odd weeks away. Yeah. We may very well be uploaded into the cloud. Yes. And we might just be like transferring data yeah. through the through the through the airwaves uh-huh. with our digital conscious mind. Okay, let me just slide in there just in case you guys are going, What, what the, the fuck, fuck you is he talking about? I know it's Friday night. night, but how blind is this guy? <laughs> no. Um, you probably might have to just rewind a bit and go back to episode 33 because this is the first time that we've done a, I guess, a part one, part two. Yeah, two-part part, show. Two-part show. Um, we're referring to, well, essentially what Ivan's referring to is um, our mate, Elon Musk. Yeah. He uh, he was on the Joe Rogan hey, experience. Hey, Elon. How are you, man? <laughs> How are you, man? It's good hook to us, talk about you again. <laughs> hook, us, hook us up with a Tesla, yeah? 
<laughs> or two. What would we do if you only gave us one Tesla? Who would get it? <laughs> We'd have to fight for it, That's Viking style. It's <laughs> a good question. <laughs> we'll say we'll, 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 we'll figure it out. Um, yeah. Anyways, what I was saying. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Elon Musk. Uh, he was on Joe Rogan Experience. I forget what episode. I think it was one thousand four hundred and something. And we thought he was talking about Neuralink. 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 And we elaborated on that. So now we're going to elaborate on the second half of the podcast. And I think you listened to majority of it um, this week. I did. We did say we'd go back. I think because you had listened to most of it. I listened to show. probably about 50 minutes of it. And it was yeah. about a two-hour episode. And so. quite interestingly, when we were recording the last one, I hadn't actually listened to it. So I ch- you know, chimed in and gave my uh, thoughts and point of view and yeah. my, my takes on the idea as it stands without having to listen to the show. And then we said, well... Let's go and listen to the proper, ep- the full episode. Come back in, do a part two. Mm-hmm. So for the first portion of this this particular show, we will be talking about the re- or reflecting, I guess, on you know our thoughts. Now that we've actually listened to it, we know what the hell is going on with Neuralink because yeah, it's pretty next level. Um, so I'll, I'll ask you now yeah. now that you've listened to the show because I kind of opened it with the last time. What is what's what's your take based on you know a, a quick overview of what we originally spoke about yesterday and then i guess not yesterday last week and um the remainder of the show what do you think so that we we because the, the last episode we kind of talked towards the end of what some of the perceptions of it might be yeah right? we don't have no. to elaborate on that again but no, yeah but that's what we we had kind of talked about whether it was gonna be kind of like bad cataclysmic you know post-apocalyptic type irobot shit you know just irobot type stuff yeah i don't think having listened to it it's going to be like that um you know, in the short term, mm-hmm. um, definitely potential for it in the long term. Yeah. Um, you know, I was I was quite interested to listen to his description about how you would actually implant such a device. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I, I I'd be surprised if there has not been some testing done on this already. Okay. On on some animals or something, because the way that they're speaking even maybe about cadavers? the device, huh? even just the just the insertion it, aspect. Look, I'm not sure. I don't. I don't, I don't know what the uh, what the legalities are about doing it on a on a cadaver. Um, you know whether or not they've got you know abilities to do that. Uh, they they could very well. I'm not sure. I don't know the, the the ramifications of that. However, just the way they've talked about you know cutting through and excuse some of the words if I don't use them correctly but like the cranium and is it cranium how they, yeah. they basically drill through or remove part of that you can that, remove that, that part bone. of the part of the plates of like so, yeah. you know, like suture lines so that it's so it's like a nice yeah and I mean they're cut. talking depths of bone um, mm-hmm. you know taking out some of that bone and then implanting this device it's essentially the size of you know when he kind of gave the measurements I was thinking it's something like the size of a coin yeah if I wasn't mistaken, essentially right? you'd imagine like a chip but probably twice as thick um, yeah. and, and basically implement, implanted in there. But what was interesting, he was basically saying, you know, it can also be just taken out. Um, yeah. if, if I wasn't mistaken. Yeah. And that's what that I right. kind of elaborated with, and with was, the actual so, aspect of the symbiosis. It's yeah. like putting, putting it into someone and then just removing it. It's like, what, what the hell's so going to happen there? Yeah. So I think if we, if we're looking at what, what it might be like mm-hmm. a first iteration of what it will be like, it may be a device that can, through some sort of sense through some sort of a sensor within the device mm-hmm. pick up on either you know different electrical signals signals or it may put out electrical signals and detect what comes back yeah so you know what i'd be probably be thinking is something along the lines of you know you send out a signal 
you you kind of know roughly via some sort of a mapping or something mm-hmm. where that signal may travel. Yeah. You might have some sort of anatomical map of, you know, the central nervous system. You'd know where, um, you'd know what, what the path probably should be. You might mm-hmm. have an idea of where there might be some sort of a, you know, a broken nerve, as you say, or some sort of a damaged nerve or whatever it yeah. is. And then the device would receive back a signal, but there might be some sort of deficit in the signal at some point. So, and it'll, and it'll specify exactly, exactly which one it is. So and it then might it'll know what it is. Fix it. Client. So then what I would probably anticipate is that the device would then be able to trigger, you know, electrical impulses of some sort back down the same channel that it went from. Correct. So if I'm putting on my, you know, kind of sciencey hat, that's what I would be anticipating maybe happening, mm-hmm. uh, which means it's not, it wouldn't be a fully integrated type device into like the cortex and, and dipping into the different, you know, depths of the brain as mm-hmm. such that are linked to consciousness, unconsciousness, you know, you know, memory retention, um, emotion, and all of that stuff. I don't, I don't foresee it being linked quite that much at this point. If I'm okay. kind of predicting what it will be like initially, initially, I yeah, don't. Not it initially, does, no. but but the thing is, is that once you once you enter that realm, it's and bound, once you start it, you've planted the seed, it's and it's just evolution after that, and yeah. and it would be bound to happen. That's, so that's where my thought of train yeah. of thought started going down as well. So I'm thinking, you know, as I said, this signal goes out. Uh, signal gets returned. There's some sort of a, a, a break in the signal, some sort of a... Very similar to what it. your computer would do if you had a virus and you installed like a virus scanner. Almost. Yeah. It'll come back with saying it detected X yeah. amount of viruses. Do you want to yeah. do whatever? And if you put on like an electrical engineering type hat when yeah. you you know you get those um, those devices with the probes where you basically, you can put it on like, uh, and I haven't done electrical engineering, but just from the vague memories I've got of physics, is when you put the the probe on two different parts of like a circuit, yeah, and you can read what current's coming from where and how much it is and what voltage and whatnot. Um, you know, it's it's probably one of those type of thing, similar sort of thing on steroids, where it's just like detecting stuff and, and constantly, then, constantly, yeah, yeah, and whatever it's whatever it's picking up as like should should be there and shouldn't be there, it then sends out a signal and some sort of electrical impulse, yeah. But the thing that's the thing that's interesting is you know and a lot of um, a lot of the whole this is probably where the AI part comes into play mm-hmm. um, is that I'm sure the device at some point can probably learn so that it knows that whatever signals are kind of going out definitely they would probably learn over time as the body changes and things get repaired or something else happens it goes oh this is different yeah what's different here what did the current used to be like what are the trends like yeah. Should we up and test the current and see what happens? Send the signal out and go back, and then it continuously does stuff like stuff like that. Then that's yeah. probably where the symbiosis kind of yeah. harmony comes in, because especially it if you starts to work chip. with the body. Yeah, especially if you remove the chip. Yeah, or if, if it were to be removed. So that's probably my take on it. My take on it from a you know a how it would work kind of thing. Yeah, well, I I elaborated a lot last the last episode about the actual physical aspect because i you know i from what he was saying he, he's looking at developing this neuralink essentially to treat tbis so like traumatic brain injuries yeah well I, that's that's the highest aspect of it but brain disorders brain injuries in general and one aspect i didn't look well what which well, the aspect that i was looking at it um initially last week was all the you know if you've got nerve damage in your in your hand or if you're a paraplegic or, or you've you know whatever it is on a physical aspect mm. that for me as a neuromuscular therapist was you know like to me that was like wow that's impressive one thing i didn't think of um until i was listening to more of it and then had a bit more time to reflect on it 
was um, the fact that on, on a mental health perspective as well, mm-hmm. um, like I, I wonder if, if like, obviously there's, there's chemical imbalances with mental health mm. and there's all, that's the, that's the, uh, the, the electrical currents as well that aren't working or aren't firing because of an injury. It could mm. be from a concussion. It could be something like CTE or whatever it, mm. that influences the different behavioral patterns mm-hmm. in some people. And I wonder whether it, it could, I don't see why it wouldn't um, help Work with that. Yeah. You mean within the brain? Yeah. Like if you've got, if you've got a chemical imbalance due to, let's just say you've, you're, you're a footy player, you've had a really hard knock, you had a concussion, you never really bounced back. And then you started to, your family started to notice signs, you, you know, you kind of, you know, realize that you've obviously got some kind of traumatic brain injury from that impact and it's affected your mood. You have yeah. you know, a mental health issue. And I'm kind of skipping those aspects of it. What would something like that do for that? That's when I started I, I'd to I'd be think, very curious for that too. I mean, I was like, cause it, that's an electrical signal as well. It's not just a physical signal we're talking about. We were talking about like, you know, how to verbalize things as well. People who have speech difficulties, are they going to be able to verbalize a bit better yeah. as well? So some of the things that came to my mind when I was kind of thinking about it too is, and I'll kind of dip into some of the things you've just said. And just then, like an overall emotion aspect, like yeah. not only the physical, but the emotional aspect. So, so I'd be curious to see how it would perform with things like uh, epilepsy. Yes, that's another one. Um, so for something like epilepsy, whether or not it can improve that condition, because from my understanding, epilepsy, if I'm not mistaken, is a, is a is an electrical type thing in the brain. Yes. Now, often it has physical triggers. So I'd be like curious. Light, light sensitivities yeah. and mood swings and all that stuff. So, so I'd be curious in that regard, because if you've got a, you know, a, a disease of the, of the brain that is related to electrical activity, and I don't know what all of them would be, but if, if, if you do, I'd be curious in that regard because I think an electrical, you know, or bioelectrical, whatever you want to call it, put into the brain would certainly benefit in that regard or mm-hmm. have potential for that. Yeah. When we're talking about things like um, psychiatric diseases, for example, where we start looking at serotonin imbalances or, you know, either, either over or under production of that or any other sort of chemical that regulates emotion, mm-hmm. things like... Um, you know, oxytocin. Yep. Um, you can pretty much oxytocin. Any of those ser- other ones that come from the hypothalamus, right? All those things, yeah. So if you're looking at stuff like that, I would probably say that chemicals and how they get released, I, I don't personally know enough about the electrical signals and their involvement in the I guess, secretion of chemicals like that in the brain. Yeah. So I'm not quite sure how that would work. I'm more fascinated in the short term around things like um, as I said, epilepsy. Yeah. On your point of things like concussions. Yeah. Um, well, you can't you know, avoid a concussion, but can like see you said CTE like for example. Yeah, right? if you got CTE, you got the CTE. CTE. You, got, you got the physical thing, but I'm wondering whether how it could impact that. Well, if you look at that, when they do an autopsy on on the brain for those, there's actually actually physical differences in the brain. Yeah. And I would say it's almost like scar tissue of some yes, sort where you've exactly got that. this constant damage on the brain over time. Mm-hmm. Um, and through, you know, staining and stuff like that, um, you can see the, the differences on the tissue in the brain. So and you you've, can only you've tell got long-term damage. Post, in it. You can only tell post-mortem. post-mortem right? Yeah. So in that regard, I'm not quite sure how, how something like Neuralink would assist in that regard, only because brain cells 
don't regenerate. That's right. So when you look at it, if you know, if people go back and pick up, you know, a textbook around, you know, cells and how they regenerate and and they kind of mutate or reproduce, you've got you've got a cell cycle and basically you've got multiple steps within a cell cycle of how a cell is kind of made and comes to life, right? Yeah. The thing with brain cells is they sit in this little cycle, um, and I'm dipping into years back of knowledge, so I may have some of this wrong, but a gap naught cycle where the cells kind of just basically you've got a loop of a normal cells and you've got this little gap naught cycle yeah. which basically where brain cells sit which is why when people say if you kill your brain cells it's it's a bad thing because you don't get them back that's right and it's not something you can just grow the brain yes the brain has a lot of plasticity mm-hmm. and the brain will change shape mm-hmm. and things like that especially when you learn different things um, you kind of exercise one portion of your brain more you probably have some sort of you know, plasticity change in the brain. But as far as reproducing cells, I I don't know how that would work because brain cells just don't regenerate. Yeah. Um, I kind of just threw it out there because I'm just like... But, but what I'd be... But I'd be interested to know, and I think it's worthwhile talking about because there are lots of other things, not just... It's CTE, right? I think the compound... Yeah. What's the proper word of it? Um, Sorry, it's in uh, chronic... Um, I've got that. Chron- uh, chronic traumatic encolopathy. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and that, if, if people so don't know what that is, essentially it's stuff rep- is when repeated concussive concussions. So, for example, in like the, in the sports and stuff like that, there is some football contact players sports, or football contact players, sports, boxing, boxing and things like that. And then, you know, a lot of people end up getting like quite aggravated, suicidal. They have a lot of issues later on in life. There was actually a really good movie with, was it Will Smith? Yeah, concussion. Concussion about yeah. that, if anyone was interested in it. Yeah. Um, so for those type of things, I'd be curious, but that also plays into a whole bunch of other diseases of the prion, like prion diseases, things like Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. dementia, um, dementia. Yep. but these type of diseases are formed by, you know, plaques forming, you know, inside the brain. And but you that's get what these I was beta- I know you can't repair cells, right? But well, whether or not you can change something that's going yeah. on. Can, can it improve? Potentially, the, yeah. yeah. I'd be interested. So... Just to kind of ramble off a few other things, like, you know, as I was saying, Alzheimer's disease, you've got this beta amyloid protein that basically calcifies, if you like, inside the brain and forms plaques. Yeah. And this is what leads to Alzheimer's disease. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, th- and that was quite interesting because I started to study a lot of that when I was doing my postgrad, mm-hmm. you know, study at, at uni time. So that, th- that could be another area that's super fascinating is in how can you maybe change brain chemistry through electrical signals secretion of well, things you would get you would get a natural certain ions from being able to be well, released you get a natural, and moved and accumulate. The, the regeneration of it it's almost like if you look at it as a car a car that needs a jump start yeah okay if the car's broken down and all the, bat, the battery's gone flat you can at least jump start it to get to somewhere mm. to get that battery repaired mm. so the way i look at it i'm trying to put it in layman's terms for um for people it's like it's almost like the chip will enable to jump start that aspect of the brain which can have a flow-on effect to other things correct turning signals turning signals it may not turn it's air conditioning all the other correct stuff. correct yeah so that's what i was thinking like it's not just the switch isn't gonna just turn on and they're gonna yeah. be like you know it's for someone that has the for example just the basic depression they're not all of a sudden just gonna be cured yeah but it may jump start those signals yeah without having to take you know medication and all that kind of stuff to to well maybe they might need it to uh, to balance it but yeah i was thinking That'd there be very well. There may very well be some sort of thing, to, you know, benefit there. I mean, you know, 
I don't know how prevalent it is now. You you might know more if you if you've kind of studied a lot more of the brain and stuff, but electroshock therapy for example mm-hmm. i don't know if that's very commonly done these days yeah. but at it, some it point some you know it's still up to the psychiatrist bits. thought or neuroscientist or whatever yeah. thought that you know basically putting you know electrical diodes on the brain and and running a voltage through it is going to but that's fix, it that's an external an aspect you know what yeah I mean? but you're like, just putting it from the outside in the outside in whereas this whereas one this is, is on the inside, inside. So and it's, it's just and it's, it's, con- and it's regulating though. So the yeah. zap is just the one, I would assume it's the one kind of measurement. Yeah. And then I'll just go like, oh, let's just turn this baby up a little bit. This guy's stuffed up. You know what yeah. I mean? They're going to, it's, they're going to, they're going to have a regulated, um, I guess, voltage or whatever yeah. it is. Whereas Neuralink from my understanding would be able to understand like it's and all, learn and learn. That's the thing. Understand yeah. how this body functions, yeah. how this body signals, um, the chemi- signals and releases chemicals. Yeah, like the, the everyone's flow and is is different. You know what I mean. So that's that's essentially what I was like. I didn't think of last time, and I was like, that's next level. You know, yeah. what I mean? that, that'd be that'd be pretty cool. Because he's he, right now as a stand, it's still not a lot of information that he's giving you. No, yet, but which I can understand because this is like it's like next level stuff. Next level stuff. So a lot of these things are probably like you know postulating what we think it could be like. But it'd be curious two, three, four years time to go back and go, you know what? We were way off the mark. Or you know what? Uh, I don't, we I were don't, pretty close to the mark. Or based maybe on, we onto something. Based on how he was speaking yeah. and where this can potentially develop and we're kind of just going to what they were after they spoke about this or kind of talking about that what it could potentially lead to. Mm. And they spoke about things like we wouldn't have to talk anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like we wouldn't have to communicate verbally anymore. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And what does that do to people that are real tactile, emotional people? How do they convey their message through mannerisms and engagement with eye contact and verbalizing and different, you know, signals? Like that would be removed, mm. I would assume, right? Um, on Like on another aspect, there was still like in terms of like just if we remove emotion... Okay, mm-hmm. because everyone eventually will have this, you know, Neuralink or some or, or, or of some sort. Like, when that physical body dies, mm-hmm. that like your interface is still online. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if we're if we're going, you know, if we're talking about episode eight hundred and ninety four now, like super meta. Like do you know what I mean? Super- like super meta. Like if we're not communicating and we're storing this data in the cloud about my yeah. communication with Ivan and rah rah rah. Like if your physical body dies, your all all the things that you've done and that you're doing is still like there. Yeah, it's I, like it's like a, it's like an online ghost. Did we talk about this in a previous episode once? Um, I think briefly, but we were, uh, not kind of. Kind well, of. I feel like because do you know this, do you know where I'm going with I this? I, I, I don't have, haven't lost the listeners no, there, but it's like no, no, no. I think well, you know, I've is, jumped a few a few years, a few decades at least. After I had listened to it on, after I had listened to the episode, I was and yeah, and and the point where he said, um, you know, if if you basically die and then you get uploaded to the cloud cloud yeah i was thinking i'm like uh, uh, i'm sure at some point like because it really interested me that at that point when he said it because i was like i feel like we had kind of briefly mentioned something about what your online digital footprint or something yeah might be so like, like es- mentioned essentially what me i'm trying that, to say right? is it's like you know when someone has a facebook or a twitter account yeah and i think facebook does this because i don't have facebook but facebook will do like that memory thing right 
Yeah. So you'll get a post from someone about a memory. Yeah. You might very well get a post from someone who's dead, but mm-hmm. their profile is, is still on. online. Yeah. So that's the the spooky part about it. It's like, oh my God, I got that rah, rah, rah. The, this whole Neuralink thing will take that to... It'd like be, another it'd level. Actually, be you saying, "Hey, remember, remember this time." Yeah, it's like in it, all the information that you you potentially can put, like all your information that you've got in your brain, yeah, in this cloud, yeah, and then someone can sense you can like a USB chip can just yeah. upload dad's info in everything in his brain and just upload it into themselves. Yeah, look, it's like a memory thing. It, it completely removes emotion. This is see, this is especially the emotion of yeah, death. This is kind of becoming almost like a sci. I'm starting to think almost like a sci-fi movie, but. <laughs> My Do you know what I mean? Went, like, my brain just went off a tangent. I'll give you the image that I just kind of just pictured in my head, right? Let it go. So <laughs> let it loose. If you've got, if you've got this, sorry, because I don't mean to get Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, good. You've, if you've got this Neuralink chip inside your brain, right? I, I would think at one point, or depending on whether it advances quite a bit, it would become very heavily integrated into the brain. Yes. Or it would have to be if it's going to impact a lot more areas than what it could potentially do short term. Things That's like. Right you know, repairing n- nerve damage or fixing someone that has some sort of a, a mental illness or, you know, fill in the blank. An right? emotional imbalance, whatever. Whatever it is. So short-term be stuff like that. But if you want to really integrate it with someone to change their brain from being just human to like Android kind of thing, like half chip, half computer, half brain, whatever. Yeah. It would have to be heavily integrated. But at that point, I think the human brain is very, very complex. Yeah. We don't know it enough. We know different regions of it, but we don't really understand it as much as we could potentially we, have. Because we, the medical professionals I, understand repercussions of injuries to it. Yes. But, but they I don't necessarily know, you know, they obviously know where your helmet and because if you fall over, you can, you know, have a yeah. brain injury, but they don't know everything that could stop you from getting dementia yeah. or Alzheimer's. Like if you, if you take someone's, brain right yeah i don't we don't understand every single region of it so that if we say we probe this section we know what the exact outcome is going to be yeah we know that this section stores exactly this piece of information yeah to the dot and there's different parts of the brain that stores different types of memories and emotions and And, uh and skills and all that kind of stuff as well and you'd have a a, you know this this generic version of what you think would be like for most people as a whole a template However, yeah. from person to person, it would probably vary in, in, in different ways, right? But I would imagine if you're going to be fully uploaded to the cloud, yeah. at your point of dying, yeah. you would have to take the brain yeah. and keep the chip integrated and connect that chip to the cloud somehow so that it has access to what's, what is actually still in the brain. Because this is the thing. Well, that's what I I'm don't, saying. That's, yeah. you'll have, that's your, that's your like, that's online, your interface. online interface. interface. I don't believe we can take all of the information out of the brain and it have its own consciousness in the digital world. I think that the brain has to be plugged into the digital world yeah, and therefore it exists on that digital But they were platform. talking about to the fact that if you and I had Neuralink, we wouldn't actually physically communicate. So that means I have access to your cloud. You have access to mine. Yeah, but you're having access to the chip which can read my brain. That's right. You're not having access to my brain as such. Jesus, you would okay, directly, I, have, I have quite a fair bit of information. You would, you would, <laughs> you probably actually know because all the, I, I probably have to clarify what I mean by that, right? Because <laughs> technically you could because it's just one chip communicating with another which have direct links to the brain, Yeah. right? But what I mean is that 
without the brain there, yeah. you're not you're not with just the chip and you upload all your information from the brain to the chip, yeah. you don't have access to the brain. Yeah. I mean, if the brain's connected to the server, right? If the brain's connected to the whole network of the cloud, yeah. then you're accessing the brain. Yes. And therefore you're... Because I'm, I also think like outside of the whole science thing, I'm talking like consciousness now. Yeah. Right? Think Deepak Chopra type stuff. Yeah, yeah. You've got which consciousness, won't, which right? Which essentially won't... Like this is that funny you said that's because one of the things I want to, to talk about. Because that to me is fascinating. That to me is... That's the thing that defines humans differently to a lot of that's other things. That's exactly right. Is we have this consciousness, right? And yeah. I believe that the, the brain and its consciousness after it dies that consciousness doesn't just disappear no my view whether it be spiritually or you know whether you believe in reincarnation metaphysical or whatever, whatever it, it is, is that that consciousness slash spirity thing is is there somewhere there. That's right? right so to me you can't take that and stick it into the digital world you have to still well, have the okay. source of the consciousness what happens the to that be. though because the, that it goes off and disappears okay so it does you think it disappears that's what I think too if the brain's not connected if okay. the brain's connected to the server, consciousness is the link. Because emotion, to that. emotion, and the things that we create in this life goes well, along with all that kind of you know meridians and Deepak Chopra and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's like that's just like another. You'll still feel. I don't know if you will. Well, the reason why is I really don't think you will. You don't because feel now because of your body. You feel now you, because if, of your brain. But if you can, yeah, yes. But if you cannot communicating with any... people, you're not res, you're not store restoring that. That's a, that's a that's a part of like for example we went from primate to this you know w- w- kind of walking on all fours yeah. to standing upright and walking on our legs yeah. okay that's like we like if we tried that now get going about on our we couldn't phys- well we could we could train ourselves but we would be in, we would be in trouble like physically you know yeah. I mean trying to walk on all fours and stuff because we're not designed <clears throat> yeah. like that anymore that would be what I'm trying to say is like that aspect the emotional tie with communication, feelings, mourning, love, all mm. those chemicals, how is it going to even uh, resemble? Well, a lot of these chemicals, like, you know, and not to... I, don't, I, I always get very conscious about talking about chemicals linked to emotion. Yeah. Because I like to I like to live the fairy tale that emotion something separate to the science part because people say there's the love chemical right yeah and you feel things because of certain chemicals and that but yeah like live the fairy tale take that out yeah and it's it's a feeling that you hope is not linked to a chemical because then technically you could drink a chemical (laughs) and feel the exact emotion (laughs) yeah and that kind of takes away from the 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 spontaneity the 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 true love feeling of love right yeah so it's just that it's different with the physical body, you know what I mean? Like, how do you, how do you, how do you even like? It, it, it essentially what I'm trying to say. It's it will we will, we won't be the same thing. It's impossible no. to be the same thing. Yeah, it's just kind of sad. I don't ever want to be around for it. <laughs> Personally, I don't. Uh, I'm just look, such a tactile person in general. Do you know if, what I mean? Like, what, what if? Okay, go. What if? Because what happened? Because when we when we pass, depending on what your beliefs are, you either become back into the ground and you join the stardust from where you came from, yeah, or you transcend into this afterlife, yeah, right, or some variation in between, depending on what your beliefs are. Reincarnation, whatever. Could be reincarnation for some people. It could be heaven for some people. It could be, you know, uh, something some other than what a, we're in now. Yeah, some sort of a thing, right? 
Yeah. Or you literally die and there's nothing. Mm-hmm. I like to think there's something. Yeah. Now, if well, it's, I, if it's nice. My, it's nice to if, think that there is yes, something. But if I knew that I could see my family and yeah. interact with my family again, even through the digital space, I don't think it's going to be called the cloud. Let's just, call, this, let's just call it the cloud. For now. Let's call it the cloud. But whatever it is, it's funny how that, it's called the cloud and it's up there in the cloud. At that moment, I would I would want to be a part of that because if 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 someone said to me, I "Look, no, man." You, Putting faith aside that I know I'll see my family in the afterlife. Yeah. Putting that aside, if it was right at the last moment, everyone's like, right, you, your entire family, you're gone. You're gone from the face of the earth. Yeah. We There is a chance that we can make you interact now all at the same time. Let's do it. Through it. Yeah. Here's your chance. Do you want to? Yeah, of course, course I'm going to say yes. Yeah, of because course. Because you're telling me I'm not going to see them. So I'm going to be like, plug me in. Yeah, yeah. Get definitely. me into the matrix. Uh, I would not say no to that. Yeah. The, I would have to think real hard because I'd be like, look, if, if I stay in that plane, I'm potentially never coming out, which means I potentially never go to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> so or I'm like, what, or whatever it are is, you yeah. stuck in this middle? Or are you even stuck at all? I don't know, man. I think we took Neuralink way out. Right no, now. but the, but the uh, but it could. Uh, who but, knows, man? This but why? Why? Like, yeah, we might have, we might have gone way out. Maybe they're just like, man, it's just for brain injuries. Like, why are you guys know. going so deep? Well, that's just the. We're going on a journey. <laughs> we we go deep sometimes. I mean, look, I, I I'd, I'd say yes. I, I probably I would. got really emotional. Put it not on my, I didn't cry like oh I wasn't like but I was I was like real like the first hour of the episode I was like this is amazing. It's gonna cure like this and you people are gonna be able to move freely. They're gonna be functionally better. People are gonna be able to exercise. Therefore, it's gonna release all these different chemicals. And, and then I went chemicals. Oh, emotions. Oh, mental health. Oh, and then he's talking about. You know, we were not need to communicate. And I was like, oh, if we can't communicate, how we, you like, I, obviously, you know, I've been dabbling a lot, a lot in the last, you know, five or six years about behavioral science, right? Yeah. And that, Neuralink essentially removes that. It just control, alt, doot, delete. <laughs> Pre- well, pretty much. That's what, essentially what, what it does. What What if though? That's the, essentially what, what it if, does. What if it doesn't disappear? It just changes. How? It can't. If well, you don't communicate, if you don't have I'll tell you to why. communicate, go back to the someone. fundamentals of what Musk says, right? Yeah. Go back to the fundamentals of, of basically how he's putting everything and where the idea probably came from. Yeah. Is that we already are connected now. We already are this cyborg type creature. Well, we, we got have the, a we device. Got the, we got the extended limb, which We've is the phone the or the iPad limb, right? or whatever. And going back to the fundamentals, it's the, the transfer rate, the, that transfer rate of data back and forth between the device. Yeah. And ourselves, the human, is slow right now. Yeah. So how do you make it quicker to integrate more? Is you put it in the brain, put it in the head. Yeah. So, but we do know what happens once you do that, right? Yeah. But now, when you when you look at the fundamentals as well now about how we communicate with different people, yeah. Let's look twenty years ago. We didn't have social media. Okay. Right. Okay. Twenty years ago, there was like Nokia's and shit. There was Nokia's. We had. I think, you know, the, I think the camera in a phone hadn't even come out yet. No, I, I don't think so. Let's just say 30 years to be safe. Okay, let's, let's go 30. It's probably, we probably better. We would call your friend from a house phone. Yes. We would Maybe your dad's mobile. If you're, if, Maybe a mobile if phone. If you let you spend right. 50 cents a minute. Yeah. You would <laughs> chat with your friends in the playground. You would interact and see people. Yeah. Now let's jump fast forward. To know, what it is now. 30 years Which ahead, everybody what knows. What it is now. During this, during this last 10, 12, whatever weeks it is, for example, of us all being confined to a house, 
my son, for example, has been communicating with his friends yeah. hours upon hours a day. Yeah. But it's being done through a headset connected to a game console. Yeah. They're still communicating. Yeah. It's just a different method of communication. Let's jump forward 10 years ahead again mm-hmm. when we're playing with VR more. Yeah. Because it's, we're going to play with it more. It's okay. going to be quite prominent. Yeah. We will sit in our lounge room. I might sit at home and I'll put the headset on and I'll be looking at you having a chat. You'll see me. Yeah. I'll see you. You'll yeah. hear me. I'll hear you. Yeah. You'll have different sensors linked to your face so that if I flick your ear, you'll feel it. Okay. Right? You're still feeling it. Like VR. VR through a different way. Yeah. Let's jump 150 years ahead. Yeah. Neuralink, whatever it is at that point in time. Mm. I say to you, man, like you're a really good mate. Like I really, really appreciate you. And I pat you on the back. It can very well send you a signal in your head. You won't even know that I'm not patting you on the back, but your brain says you've just been patted on the back. Mm. And for all intents and purposes, that is your reality. Do you think it'll be that? Why not? Because uh, that's all it is now anyway. If I touch you now on the back, yeah. you're feeling that. Your brain sends a signal, electrical signals. You know all the, the chemistry between the the synapses and all that type of stuff. Yeah. It's it's chemistry. We are s- one giant chemical reaction, biochemical reaction. Yeah. Right? Constantly. Yeah. On the flow all the time. Yeah. How's it going to be any different? See, the emotions, I think, will still I s- be there. I still think... You I might c- just not leave the house. You might... You could be... I think you... I think it changed the moment you said... And there's the, there's a def, there's a defined gap. Even with VR and even with you saying it touched me and you can flick me in the ear and I can feel it. Your young your your little guy was he's been communicating with his mate um, through online gaming. Okay, let me tell you how I felt, how I would feel. Like remember when we had lockdown and we did the show remotely? Yeah. How much different was it? It's it's it was different because it we, changed everything though. That's because episode one was different. What do you mean episode one? It, the show was different for our listeners listening. But if, I'm talking we, about I'm talking about I'm talking about the listeners. I'm talking about just between you and no, I. No, no, it was different for them. Yeah, for their reality, and it yeah. was different for you and I because we knew what episode one felt like. If okay. in 150 years time you're born into episode 999, you don't know any different. So that is your reality. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm probably I'm mean? probably taking you. Uh, you're thinking about it. What if you got implanted? How would your emotion be? I'm talking as if I'm going to be like at 184 years old and I'm still going to be alive, and then your link goes in my head. Do how you am I ever think? Feel? Let's go real sci-fi. Okay. Do you ever think a baby will be born and implanted straight away? Wait. Okay. You have to uh, say that. Do again. you ever think a baby could be born? Born as in without the natural conception. Through natural conception. Oh, through natural conception. Okay, I was going to say, how the fuck are we going to do that? No, no. Bo- baby born, not you giving yeah, birth. Yeah, I know, I know, yes. A baby being born. Yeah. But as soon as it's born, just like it gets its vitamin K injection. Yeah. Just as it gets its initial immunizations yeah. and all those different things. It gets its hearing test. Then it goes off to a little room and it gets its brain implant. I just... Do you think that could ever be a case? Of course it would be. The baby won't know any different. Yeah. It will be its reality. And it's idea of emotion it's idea of feeling yeah is what is it knows from when it's born yeah you yeah. and i will feel different if we well, even now. even how it gr- well then essentially how it grows I'm up not is saying different. it's good or bad i'm just about next even, level but the, how it grows shit. up is different as well sorry how it grows up is different as well and only mothers can attest to this but like when they're you know i would imagine i think for most men it's a, a slightly little bit delayed. Once you first hear that baby cry, it's like, oh my God, that's my baby. But women get that feeling instantaneously. Yeah. 
like right then and there like that that hasn't that hasn't had the chance to have that have that chip inserted yeah. i'd say so women for are that, in love with their child in vitro already whereas a man will they love the child but, but what i'm trying to say a different is connection once it's come out yeah there's that space between it coming out and yeah. getting the chipped being chipped there's that let's just say two minutes yeah that's the feeling I'm talking about, and the mothers out there will, will know what I'm talking about. That feeling of that, of course. So that's the bit. That's the bit that brings us back pr- prior yeah. to Neuralink. That two minutes, yeah. And then all of a sudden, it, it goes. Yep. Isn't there? Isn't there? Isn't there like a, a default change in there in the emotion? Like, I, I, how? That, how could gonna, that's going to shift or, or implant some sort of a trigger that's going to come out later on? You mean? Yeah. That's almost like a, you know, that'd have to be something like, you know, that the child. Not for the child, for the mother, for the mother. The well, child's looking at a difference because it's 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 a. Well, it's I would a no one, no one point, remembers if being doing born. That, the mother's already chipped anyway. And so I don't dad, know. I think that that it's it's if we're still humans and that that emotion comes through and that's my baby, latch it onto the breast, give it breast milk. That that you can't change that. No, of course. You know what I mean? And that two minutes before, it, okay, it's time to go to another room. It's a room special time. I'd be, I, I, I get what you're saying. That is the that's only saying, time. Like, it's not, it's not, I'm not saying it's good or bad, but that's probably the reality of what it could be like. Mm. It would be sad to think the most purest emotion that humans can face, which is during, as you said, during those first couple of minutes, yeah. right? Pre-chip stage. Pre-chip. Well, that's what I'm like, saying. It, it, every time a child is born, yeah, there's a pre-chip stage. For two minutes. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That emotion. Because if we haven't been communicating the the pre-chip way, but there's a pre-chip phase for two minutes for every life that's born and every mother or father, it gets that Look, feeling honestly, all the time. Honestly. You know what I mean by how it's, know, it's, it's exactly, a little bit more delayed for fathers exactly because we're not and giving it, birth. To me, it's, to me, it's got this, it, there's this, it'd be sad because... That is the purest emotional form of, of human love, right? One hundred percent. And that's it's now us not being chipped. We're not bio yeah. engineered humans now. We are. We're like the where. Well, you know when you watch a movie and you've got like the originals, like they're yeah they're the unchipped. They're the, they're the generation that lives underground. And yeah, you've got yeah. All the digital people on the, above ground. We're like this rebel world, yeah. right? In that regard, we would be. We'd we'd be able to experience those emotions, and and it'd be sad thinking from that point of view. But the reality would be that you know it it, it wouldn't last that long if the mother is chipped. She would, f- f- who knows whether it's real or not, what she feels anyway, because it depends on how much it controls it. Yeah, the baby wouldn't know any difference. What I would think as well, if if we're talking that far ahead. If you continuously chip a brain mm-hmm. over time, mm-hmm. the brain changes with evolution, so it will change anyway. So we we're looking at our brain now and saying mm. how would it interact and what emotion is it missing out on. But if you chip a brain for a thousand years, two thousand years, think, ten thousand years, I think inst- a couple of hundred years, uh, will the brain change evolutionary? Like uh, I think instinct with evolution. is instinct. That motherly instinct is motherly instinct. I'm Even- talking about any emotion now, not just oh, that. okay, all right, okay, anything at all now. Yeah, I don't know. All right, it's yeah, deep, man. it's deep. We've gone, we've gone like we've we've, we've borrowed. Let's 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 slowly. 
let's climb out of this burrow. It's getting it's getting tight. It's getting real tight. I'm I'm like we're like shoulder to shoulder right now. You know what's really fascinating is I didn't. We we might have lost some listeners. No, no, I actually don't think so. Okay. What what I think is fascinating is I didn't expect you to be. I went down a rabbit hole this week, man. No, I didn't. I didn't. Think it didn't help be. that I had a really hard week this week, but I went down a deep rabbit hole. In learning or just thinking about? Well, just it? thinking about it. Is in it got you emotionally? No, I wasn't, like again, I, I wasn't crying or anything, but no, I was just thinking. It made you Damn, think. Like, like it made me think. Yeah, yeah, it made me really, really think. At first, I was excited by it, and I kind of still am. But I'm just like, oh, it's just again because I study a lot about behavioral sciences and how we communicate and why it's yeah. important what it does and what it releases and and how it improves you're people. afraid to let go of the what defines the, a human as a human yes which is emotion and all tactile that stuff. yeah like I get, I get engagement all yeah. that stuff you know what i mean what's the point of knowing how reading someone's mind without the the um the understanding of understanding that human yeah and how, how do you fall in love with someone without understanding who they are Without, when you can just chip and go, yeah, your cloud, my cloud, woohoo, let's get it on. I totally agree. Do you know what I mean? That's I, lost. I totally understand what you're saying. It's, Do you know what I mean? Would, like, oh, let's let's meet this girl. She's really hot, yeah. And then all of a sudden, yeah, no, we don't really click. You would, you just, you would ne- that'll never happen ever again. Never again. There'll be no point in going to bars and communicating with people. We're re- we, are, we are already, like I wasn't part of that People phase. are already swiping left and right for Tinder. Exactly. People are already signing up to, you know, what are they called? eHarmony and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So it's in a sense, it's already happening, but they still have to meet at yep. some point. And they still have to go, yeah, my kind of person, not my kind of person. Let's just do this wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Okay, cool. And moving on. But it's that's still an emotion aspect yeah. of it. And that's just, I'm talking about a relationship with, you know, a lover. I'm, I'm talking about like mates. I'm talking about boss. I'm talking about just relationships, relationships in general. Family, relatives, and workplaces, all of that That's stuff. just, yeah. It's, I don't know. So Anyways, this, I want to burrow out of this. I want so to get... the, yeah, I was going to say like that, this going into this episode and having listened to that show and whatnot, I would not have thought that I went down that, that way. You'd go down that rabbit hole. I, like, what did you think I was going to go? The, just the, the AI, the tech part, but we kind of already spoke about the AI. No, so I, didn't I, know, wanna, but, I didn't want to really no, elaborate but, um, about as that. As far as what you'd be intrigued or impacted by emotionally. Well, but that's what it I, wasn't that's what I emotionally. Was. It was emotions. Yes. Which yeah. is that's what I'm saying. It's a curveball. Like, yeah. And yeah, I, I, I respect it. I don't think there's, um, Look, I don't think there's any right or wrong way to kind of feel about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I get your point. Like, it could potentially change the way, you know, people experience things and and is it going to take away from humans as humans? Mm. I think the thing, the thing is, is and this is what we were saying, you can go back to the previous episode 33, you know, part one of this discussion, to bring it back full circle. Yeah. We are at a point now where evolution will change now. We are on an evolutionary shift, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And at some point, you're going to go from, and I think I said this in the previous episode, you are going to go from human to like bioengineered human. Yeah. We now are like at the forefront of when we've got tech kind of connected to us through a device, but we're not integrated, mm. right? Mm. So we have the we have the ability now to feel and truly feel purely exactly what love feels like we can bond as friendships and all that stuff to me from my mind we're very fortunate because we are living this time now and we are the pure humans 
yeah. at some point in time. Well, even on years, even on an animal perspective, even before like before humans, like we were like you know apes, gorillas, whatever. Yeah. Even they had that emotion. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like. So I think, as I was saying, like it's we're we're on this evolutionary path, and we are fortunate enough to be these these the, the original humans. Yeah. And I think at this point in time, and this is usually how I finish off like a lot of my writing. It's like reflecting back on the start of what everything means. It kind of tells us at this point in time, be grateful for what we've got right now. Yeah. Because right now we can have a conversation and really connect. Yeah. On a human, unadulterated, emotional level where there's no forces at play. There's no additional chemistry impacting how we feel. There's no other, you know, electrical signals. And just take advantage of what we have right now. That's yeah. all I have to say. Is be grateful. Be grateful we're a pure human. No electrical signals adulterating any sort of emotion. Yeah. That's what I'd say. We're, we're in a fortunate time right now. Yeah, we certainly are. What so, are your closing thoughts? <laughs> well, I want to climb out of the rabbit hole because I, I know I went deep there. But um, okay, I guess kind of wrapping up the um, the the JRE Elon Musk episode, then they, then they kind of went down that, um, you know, US politics covid and then you know um i think we agreed that we probably didn't want to talk about we that we didn't want to talk about we it we definitely didn't want to talk about but it but i did find it fascinating but you did <laughs> i found it fascinating too and but we won't talk but about we, it. we won't talk we don't really want to talk about it but you know i'm sure if listeners listen to it they you know make their own opinion but i don't know about you but i'm not i'm i could care less about us politics but um it kind of got me thinking about the you know when they were talking about it and i wanted to kind of just change gears just yeah. a little bit yeah so Yesterday, I read a little article. Yeah. Called "Scared to Let Go." Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. Sounds familiar. It sounds familiar. So, um, was it, I, 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 it was good. It was good. It was a good article. Okay. So it's funny how we were talking about this emotion aspect, okay. right? And um, so uh, what I'm referring when did to. Did you read this article? During this whole thing. Okay, that would have fucked you up. <laughs> it did. <laughs> that's why. Oh, uh, man. Okay, can I be honest with you? Okay, so before before you go there, like, okay. did, did, uh, obviously, my, my uh, wonderful co-host, Ivan Salaji, has his, uh, what was it? Like, uh, yeah, your blog thing, IvanSalaji.com. It's where all my writing All your goes. blogs. And, you know, I, li- I read your stuff. Yep. And um, I purposely didn't want to comment on it because I was like, oh, I wanted to say something straight away. But I was like, oh, gonna, let's save it for the podcast. Okay. And um, anyways, you were going to say something? No, go. Oh, okay. So, look, I don't want to tell... You can say it. No, no, no. I, I, if you want to, you can. Because it's probably best No, to... I'd, I'd, I'm curious to hear it from you. Well, I don't want to I don't want to give it the brief. Because if... if anyways, if you want to go, it's called ivansalaji.com. And listen to... Watch... Oh, sorry. Sorry. Listen. Listen. No, read. 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 <laughs> I'm all over the place. Ivansalaji.com. Ivansalaji.com. Scared to let go. Well, it was a really good article. And I think... Um, what I take from it the most, yeah. apart from the fact that it kind of, I, I guess to give, do you want to give people just a, a real quick, just a, a brief of what it is? Look, essentially the last, very quick, very essentially quick. the last, you know, 10, 12, whatever it is weeks has really made me appreciate a lot of the things that I probably didn't, I've always appreciated, but never was consciously able through whatever reason, you know, being inhibited for whatever reason focused on life for whatever reason haven't been able to really really like really truly be present because of the situation has allowed us to slow the down the situation has forced us to, to slow, slow down, down. and what i've I... been super present 
and I, I like I, I'm at a point now in my life, and this was the whole premise of that story, that I really like it. Like I'm really like I'm in love with so much stuff. Yeah. Like fully in love with my family, like fully in love with myself, fully in love with so much stuff. And this idea of lockdown finishing and it, going back to normality is making you is, scared to is let go. Scared. Like I'm scared to let go. What and I, that was the whole point of the story. Well, I I don't again, I want people to go and read it, so I'm not going to I'm not going to break it down for people because it's it's not a, a really big article, no. but it's it, it's enough to pull the heartstrings a little bit, make you think a little bit. <clears throat> the bit that I liked about it the most, and I've noticed this in your, this is kind of like a bit of a me critique, not critiquing, but kind of um, uh, breaking down your your writing style of late, which I really enjoy. Okay, is the vulnerability aspect of it. Yeah. If there's something that I really, really engage with, is whether male, female, friend, neighbor, colleague, I really love when people can um, show their vulnerabilities, because to me. Um, Showing a vulnerability isn't necessarily a weakness to me. It's kind of almost like saying, you know what? Here are the chinks in my armor. Yeah. But I'm still going to fuck you up. Yeah. That's how I see vulnerabilities. It's like, it, to me, it's like you're, you're showing me your cards, but it's enough for, for, for you to go, I'm showing you my cards, but it doesn't necessarily mean I'm like, I'm cowering down and I'm vulnerable. Yeah. Um, and again, I'm, I'm, I might be going deep again because this was one of those no, weeks no, for me, right. but I really liked that writing style. That you that you've kind of been doing of I'd probably say the last maybe two years year and a half ish maybe, yeah. and it's funny backing on to what we're talking about with the whole AI and emotions and all that like the vulnerability aspect of just that that aspect that communication and how you broke down how you don't how you love your family you love yourself more you're loving lots of things yeah I just I just thought it was like. It was just a great article. Yeah, look, I, uh, if I'm being, I'm not being biased because I know you're my co-host, but that was like, I, you, I, you, you release, uh, you know, when you're on a tangent, you can pump punch out a few, and you've done a few, but yeah. this one for me was a good one. That that style of writing really resonates with me lately, and it's it is definitely. Look, when I when I go back and read the articles, sometimes I take, and it's not to put myself up like boast a little bit. I sometimes I read it and I get taken away because I'm like. Sometimes I don't even know that it doesn't even feel like it's me that's writing the article yeah. sometime. But <clears> I think that's what I really enjoy about it is and that's what probably vulnerability does is it allows you to come through the article truly who you, you are, are. That's and right. who you want to be. Yeah, because someone that's generally vulnerable is being themselves. Yeah, because if you if you read And there's something about being yourself. Yeah. If if you read my my stories or my blog, whatever you want to call it, and you listen to the podcast they really sound like two different people, I think. Maybe that's just me saying it because I'm a writer and, and I also... Maybe, maybe if you, you, know, maybe if you of, if it was like it was a solo show, maybe it might come out more. more. Maybe. Um, maybe, Because yeah. obviously you're bouncing off me. But I, I, could, I could see why you're saying it's two different people, kind of. But, um, but, <sighs> that, but reading that, that kind of article probably speaks to what I envision for myself on the inside, really. Yeah. You know? And it is definitely a time for me to be super vulnerable. If I'm being vulnerable, I just think it's again, really powerful, man. That's what I'm just saying. I'm just being honest with you. I, I actually really enjoy that style of writing. I've I've started to like, There's you know, a... the direction it's going. This week saw a big tr- traction, increasing traction in my blog just because of, you know, those articles. I'm not surprised. The one from like, I'm not surprised. For example, man. like the, the the story about the comma, 
That was a good one too. Like I, I literally put the comma at the center of a story and I felt like I felt love for the comma when I was writing it, you know? And there's actually a lot of like... Because it creates pause. Dude, there's... Which, which is funny enough, creates pause, it stops us. Exactly. Which is what we are in exactly. right now. It's, it's trying if... to direct people to feel a certain to way. To feel a certain way. And there's probably a lot of like, you know, English lit majors or something out there that understand ah, exactly out. what it... No, no, exactly understand <laughs> but no, what I thought, the sorry, I thought you were going to say, oh, they were, were going to say no, it shouldn't be used there. Or look, like, no, there cares? would be a bunch of them would say that. Ah, but cares? at the same time, a lot of them would understand you know, the comma holds, a, uh, it's going to sound funny, but the comma holds a special place in a lot of writers' hearts for some reason. And, yeah, it does. Or at least that's how I feel. Yeah. Which is, and from that, from probably from that story onwards. It's like you are not onwards, alone, comma, ever. <laughs> yeah, from yeah. that story onwards, I, it just started to get increased traction. Probably the last four articles picked up quite well. Yeah, I'm not surprised. But that that last one I, I wrote, um, scared to say, scared to let go. I, I was actually crying writing that. You know what? I I, I was it's so funny because like, it's, I, I, it I, took I was, me on this massive tangent, dude, and I was like looking at photos of my kids and stuff, and I was I like, knew this was I, I knew had this music was at the same time while I was writing it, and and I just felt like in the moment I truly, truly, truly felt like because I in know love you, with everything because I know you, and I'm reading this, I'm imagining like I do this a lot with whether if I'm reading a book or something. I I often like I don't know about you, but when I'm watching a movie. Mm. And the director is directing the movie. I'm almost trying to feel what the director is feeling when they're directing the movie in a yep. certain scene. I don't know if you've ever done that before, but I, I sometimes do that with certain, like, like you know, with like for example, Forrest Gump. You know, there's a lot yeah. of those kind of scenes. Um, and I and I envision like, how is Ivan writing this? I try and and I exactly what you just the, said. And I'm no joke, no joke of all. I'm not just saying this because for the sake of like saying it, but I have thought that's exactly how you would have yeah. been writing it because there's no way you could write what you wrote without feeling like without that. feeling like that because some people might be like geez dude relax it's just lockdown but it's not just it's lockdown not, it's not about lockdown lockdown take it is, aside. Lockdown it is just whatever it is it's everything some people probably would feel this way you know touch wood like when when it's like they know their life's about to end or probably when yeah. they're about to lose someone they really really care about yeah like it's 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 the Your, idea was yeah. to take take the reader to that place. Yeah, and it did. Well, it took me. Um, yeah, and and the only other time I probably bawled my eyes out as much as I, I know as which much one you, as I did I know which was one when I wrote say the article goodbye about your house. Yeah, the family and, home. And you know, people think, oh, you're just moving house. Like it's just a house. But to me, it wasn't that about the house. Yeah. It was about the house was bricks and mortar. But that's not what built the house. Yeah, it was everything that's inside that it. happened inside, inside the house. It. That's right. And family and. And you know all those memories and. But the craziness about this article is obviously what happens in a family home happens over decades. Yeah, this is only been. It's been weeks, man. So, but but let's. It's only been weeks. Yeah. It's not. Oh, it's been weeks. It's only That's been why it weeks. That's threw me off. It's it's thrown me off too yeah. because, <clears throat> like, as an with with my industry as an essential service, I haven't had the ability to stop. And I'm grateful that I haven't because, uh, you know, there are a lot of industries out there that have, you know, essentially been shut down because, or the businesses have been shut down because of COVID. Mm. So I've been lucky enough to be essential so that, you know, I can still open my doors as, and, you know, still service the people. Yeah. So, but I've noticed or everything that you've said with the people that have been coming, those who are, for whatever reason, stood down or whether they've, um, you know, 
uh, working from home, their emotions see, are rubbed the emotions off. are so different. Yeah, it's so bizarre. Yeah, it's like the, the the amount of flexibility people have and how happy it's making them mm. in a time where there's craziness, so much uncertainty, so much uncertainty. But it's like this like little 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 bubble that we're all in. Yeah, which which is making us appreciate these ten weeks, and everyone's appreciating it in different ways. Um, but I, you know from what you said like you, you again i don't want to tell the story because i don't want to butcher it but you have to you have to read it to understand where we're coming from yeah, i can understand why you were kind of you, you're feeling all that and i think at the start i wasn't feeling it but what essentially what i'm trying to say is you know when uh you work through say like the christmas holidays yeah and everyone's coming in they got like you know that beachy vibe everyone's got that relaxed vibe yeah you know, they've just been to the ice cream shop and you're just there stacking shelves. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's that time of the year, but you're stacking shelves. Yeah. That's how I've been feeling. It's like, I feel like, I, not that I've missed out, but I understand where all the emotions are coming from because I'm getting it secondhand from my clients. Mm. And it's, and if I, if I rewind before, like I'm talking like say mid-January to February, it was I was talking about how I was sick and tired of talking about COVID yeah. and how scared everybody was. Yeah. Now it it's 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 funny. Everyone's still talking about it, but it's done a complete the shift on me. Shifted. shifted completely. So when you felt like you were sitting kind of doing the stacking shelves analogies yeah. you just said, and maybe this is me being a bit selfish, yeah. trying to understand whether or not my writing takes someone there. But did it take you closer to the feeling? Yeah, of course it did. Okay. That's essentially, that's why I brought that emotion. It's like, okay. you can, you've, you're physically seeing these people are in, you know, they're in a singlet, they're in board shorts, they're ready to go to the beach and you're stacking shelves. I, I got close. I felt like I was accompanying them. Mm. So with your article, I felt like I was there. I'm like, I'm feeling this because I haven't been, I haven't been home, but it's almost like I've been home. Yeah. It's weird. It's I'm, a, hum I'm humbled that you bring it up and you, that's all right, man. The feedback, like, it was good. Like again, it was a re like really good article. Yeah, you know, it was interesting. And you know me, like I'll say a lot of your articles are good, but I'll I'll elaborate on those that really like you know hit me right in the spot. Okay, and it did, man. It's good to know. <laughs> That's all right. Um, it's like a bit of a brag session, but it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know, I I enjoyed this this particular conversation, this episode. It's been it's been good. I think it's it's strange, like you know going on meta the this topic this whole i feel like it was appropriate it was yeah to bring up matched well emotions yeah based on things like ai do you know what i mean like you couldn't yeah. get chalk and cheese you couldn't get any more chalk and cheese but at the same time it's not chalk and cheese yeah you know what i mean like i don't know it was like i said the week was tough um emotional uh, like physically and mentally and then listening to the episode again i was thinking I was going to get more of this, you know, craziness, Elon Musk ideas. And I was taken down a real rabbit hole of, you know, emotions. And then I read your article yesterday and that was like the, pop. <laughs> that was like, yeah, I was like, whoa, holy shit, everything's happening. Okay. And um, yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was nuts, man. It was nuts. It was a, oh yeah. Wow. It was one okay. of those weeks. I don't know. I, I kind of feel like I, I feel like I want to tell, I feel like I want to break down your article, but I, I don't feel like it's, I would do it justice. So go and read it. We'll put it in the show notes. We'll put it in the show notes. People can go and have a read. I'm, I'm, I'm humbled you feel that way. I've, yeah, it's nice. It makes me feel. I feel like it's good because I feel like, like put it this way with my job, like it, it's really like, I like doing it because I enjoy my job. I like, you know, um, you know, I like the anatomy. I like how it works. I like, 
solving puzzles and making people feel better ultimately you get that thank you so much daniel i feel really good i can now do this you've changed my life rah, 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 rah. and it's, i think it's important for people to get feedback positive feedback when it's due mm. and this is my way of i can't give you feedback on your work because i don't know like you know your job what you do nine to five you know i can't give you feedback on that but based on your um i feel like i can give you feedback on well, your I'm, on your on your articles i'm trying to get better at taking compliments from people because <laughs> you're like, like me usually just like don't celebrate the wins but like, you, 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 you can celebrate this Thank one you. So, if anybody wants to read that particular one, uh, <laughs> it is on my blog. Um, you can go and check it out. Yeah, I made you go all silent now. I don't, I don't know what to say. Like, <laughs> you know, uh, sometimes I don't see myself as a writer as such. Then I do see myself and I write things. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Like, to I me, think it's just a way to... I could be wrong, but I think being a writer is one of those things where it's like you just, you know, you only... Like, I used to think, like, why can't Roald Dahl just write another book? Do you know what I mean? Or why can't this famous author write this? I think it's just, it all comes down to how you're feeling in emotion. You're like, you'll, you'll go a decade without doing anything. All of a sudden, you release, you know, a whole series of books. Yeah. And I feel like you were stagnant for a while with your blog. And this is a pattern that you normally have anyways. And this you, one was a little bit, little bit different. No, nah, look, I feel like assessing it from the outside in, I feel like you have these patterns and I feel like it's, per you don't probably do it on purpose, but I feel like it's just your natural progression into, it's like your body builds up all these different views. You splurt it all out. Yeah. And then it just kind of Maybe. goes out again. I think that's how you produce look, your, that's, it's you know, probably how you produce your best content. Every once a year, once every few years, I yeah. tend to put out a whole bunch of, deep and meaningful you kind of do like a sequential blocks of blogs and then you kind of not disappear for a while then you kind of do like real funny little ones that maybe yeah. four or five paragraphs and then you go you do like a real deep one yeah yeah so that's good well thank you that's all right <laughs> <laughs> should we wrap this one up yeah i think that was a good show i, I really enjoyed this show i liked the the the, the split of the episodes um you know you, you kind of made me feel quite good about my my writing and stuff like that towards the end so well i know how I'm, I, I know I'm, how I'm, i feel like when people I'm give me compliments so why not <laughs> appreciate it so look hope everybody enjoyed this particular uh this style of of show two episodes uh basically a two-part series where we, we covered off what we did it's been an interesting conversation um i'm super keen for episode 35 the next one um i've got good vibes about you know continuing the show and and keep on you know bringing out good content so i don't know i'm stoked man it's a good show yeah i'm well, happy I'm, I'm happy too thanks for listening everyone no worries what are we gonna it, do now what's the time it's 10 30 p.m yeah it's bedtime <laughs> i'm gonna go home eat some, eat some apple pie nice nice i think uh i for some reason i feel like my boys are still awake so i heard something in the back I heard yeah in the background so they probably should be going to bed very soon all righty all right guys well thanks very much for listening like always uh if you'd like to engage with us um drop comments tell us how great we are <laughs> journey to a river.com Amen. See All you right. later. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Peace, everyone. Oh, did you like that one? It was good. Did I throw you off with the... Uh...
I like doing that to people in a good you way. You didn't throw me off. I just, as I said, I'm trying to like get better at taking compliments but did it, like, from people. Did, did you mind? Not at all. Okay. No, look, you know, selfishly, it's a plug. Like, you know, yeah. people get to read my stuff. I don't, yes, I'd write if any people don't read it. Like, even when I posted that one, I was like, because usually I share a lot of the stuff on LinkedIn, for example. Yeah. And this particular one, I was like... You didn't? Um, no, I didn't. Oh, wow. Interesting. Why? I didn't. Because um, of what the space is, you didn't want it to be misinterpreted? No, because I, I was like, they, they don't need... Not that they don't need, but that, that market, that genre, probably doesn't need to see that side. I don't know, man. You know, it's very vulnerable. I got a large network on there and I was like... You know, it's it was a very vulnerable piece, and you know, a lot of people might appreciate. It. I'm like, wow, it's like I think a lot of people would appreciate quality it. Quality manager, scientist kind of guy. You know, we see him around here on LinkedIn, and then he posts this. Like, they might appreciate it. I don't. I just to me, it was very raw. Like, I don't know. I just didn't. I, I love stuff like that. Um, the more some of the other stuff I share, be, that's just. I think to me, it's just better. So, the what? I think the more honest and raw and vulnerable people can be, I think you actually show true like. You know, like, not powers. What's the word? Um, strengths. Yeah, I've even written a piece on vulnerability, like about being yeah. strength and stuff. I super agree with. It. I think you hit the nail on the head. Like a lot of people, more people need to be more vulnerable, and I think this podcast is doing that for both of us too, allowing hey. us to be vulnerable. Yeah. I've certainly learned a ton about you. Have you? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> a lot of stuff, man. Like a lot of. So you probably learned a lot about it today. That's for sure. I, I like. I if digging. I deploy emotional like awareness and stuff like that, I can sense and pick up on different things. Maybe sometimes I don't say it because I know you're like you're quite reserved and stuff, so I yeah. mention it. But I've learned a whole bunch about you, and I've learned, I've picked up on different things. I can sense different things, and I don't know. It's just it's been a good platform for that too. So sweet, and man. You've also let your kind of your guard down a bit, a little bit, yeah. And man, you're like on fire with fucking content <laughs> when it comes to like social media creation and stuff. So oh, trying my best. I'm <laughs> trying my good. best, man. Alrighty. All right, let's switch let's this uh, head off and enjoy the weekend. All right, man. See you later. Bye.